is up you sexy bitches welcome back to another episode of vodka soda splash of brand this week i am gonna be by myself i just had a check before i started recording this i have not filmed an episode by myself since october 15th of this year okay that's like a long time so bear with me for a little bit because it might take a few seconds for me to get into getting back on the horse, doing a solo episode. I mean, the last episode I had Dom, it was so fucking good. People loved it. Love Dom. He'll be back at some point. Um, but I think this this week, let's just have like a little chat about, you know, life updates, some stories, whatever. There's like a lot that I kind of want to talk about. So without further ado, let's get into episode 12. Let's talk about dating because <laughs> I am so done with it. I have decided for the rest of 2020 and early 2021, I am no longer dating. That doesn't mean I'm not going to open myself up to somebody if someone does come along or if I get asked out on a date, I'm going to say no. It just simply means I'm not out there looking for somebody in particular. Now, I say the rest of 2020 because there's only two weeks or three weeks left of this year. And then I say early 2021 because I am going to be in the Fort Lauderdale area for the entire month of February. So I don't really have time to date somebody here and just in January, then I leave for a month and then I come back in March like that. That's just not going to work out. What I'm realizing though, is even though I don't want to date right now, I am, op- I, I'm learning that there is a few things going on and like, I've never really opened up to anybody before. So I've learned a couple things about myself and I've learned a couple things about dating and relationships. The first thing that I've learned which I didn't know really could happen is you can have a different type of relationship with different types of men and it doesn't have to be sexual and it doesn't have to be emotional. So what I'm going through right now in my life is I have somebody who I feel as though I have a very strong emotional connection with and the physical aspect of a relationship just is not there. So essentially I have this pseudo boyfriend where I have this very strong emotional connection with talk about what we do, what we're doing during the day, how we're feeling, talk about deeper things in life that, you know, maybe not everybody knows about. I have that currently with somebody right now. My love language is words of aspiration. And he, I think that's what it's called. I don't even know. It's whenever someone like talks nice to you. So I I get that from him. My other one is also physical touch. I love hugging. I love cuddling. I love like holding hands or like wrestling or just whatever. You get what I'm trying to say, right? <laughs> um, I, and I do get that with this person, but like that's that's just one half of the relationship. The physical, sexual aspect of relationship isn't there, and it's totally fine. And I'm I'm learning that there is also a fine line with liking somebody, and or liking the idea of somebody, or liking somebody and what you have with that particular person, or just wondering if you actually like what is going on with that person. You don't really like that person. You just like what they're giving to you. So I'm a little bit fucked up right now. Um, My self-esteem, to be honest with you, has been at um, not an all-time low, but it's been pretty low recently. I just, I don't really know what it is. Maybe it's a change in weather. Maybe it's because I'm no longer fucking tan and I look so much better when I'm tan. But I've kind of paused on the dating situation because I always say if you really are not happy and comfortable with yourself, then you shouldn't be talking to somebody else. You should fix yourself first before you're looking to go fill a void 
in going to date somebody because you think that that person's going to bring you happiness. So I am, for the first time in my life at 28 years old, realizing, A, you can have different types of relationships with different types of people. That doesn't mean that that person isn't your friend or doesn't mean that, you know, you aren't like, I don't know what I'm trying to say. What I do want to say is I'm learning that there's also this middle ground between a friendship and a relationship that you might have with different people at different points in your life or forever. You know, you, you never really know we're gay. Okay. So like there's a, there's so many different scenarios of relationships. I feel like in the gay world that are, are not defined. So that's what I'm learning. And I'm excited about it, but I also need, know that I need to kind of like fix myself right now for a little bit. I, to be honest, couldn't tell you why my self-esteem is a little bit low. I'm My headspace is a little bit foggy right now, so I'm not like, I, I don't really know. Some I think one day I need to sit down and figure the fuck out. But at this point, I don't have any crazy dating stories. I'm so sorry. You will have to continue to listen and see how this emotional aspect of my life pans out. But right now, I'm not going on any dates. So we're not going to be able to have any conversations about any types of guys. Unless you guys have been on the worst dates or whatever recently and you want to write in and I can tell those stories. But for now, there is no men in my life, which, fine, whatever. And that's okay. All right. I need to talk about how this pandemic is kind of getting to me and my group of friends Let's talk about this 930 curfew because something is happening where I feel like I am back at college binge drinking at a restaurant before the curfew happens. So at 930 in Massachusetts, as everyone knows, no more alcohol can be served. So if you're going to go out to eat, you have to chug before 930. And I say chug because this is what this is what ends up happening. We end up going out around 730, going to wherever we're going to go to get drinks and you have to order food. We don't touch any of the appetizers, and we order about 700 martinis. Those 700 martinis, you have to chug before 9.30, because after 9.30, there's no more drinking out. So by the time you leave, you literally can't see, and you're stumbling out of this place. And next thing you know, you're like, oh my God, it's 11.30. I'm like ready to go to bed. But I feel like I'm back in college, because back in the day when you were at the pregame, I mean, this even happens too before you go to the bar nowadays at our age, but... In college, before you would go to whatever party you were going to, you didn't want to bring 700 water bottles filled with vodka. So you would take as many shots as you could before you would go out so you don't have to carry anything. That's what it's like being an adult in the pandemic is you're not taking the shots, but I have to drink my extra dirty martini with blue cheese stuffed olives in three sips. And then I have to order another one. And then by the time they bring the second one, I have to order the third one just to make sure I get my three martinis in by the time we fucking leave. It actually has been a joke. And I, I tried to, not only did I, but my friends and I tried to do a cleanse. We were like, okay, after Thanksgiving, we are not going to drink until December 12th. Well, I decided that, um, I was going to try to do it. And I lasted Monday through Thursday. And then Thursday came around and I was like, "Mm, I really could like go to Harpen Bard and go get a drink if I wanted to. And then my friend Steph was like, I've never been to Harpen Bard. Can we go out on Thursday? Let's catch up. I haven't seen you in a hot minute. So I went to Harpen Bard and I broke my little, my, my sobriety, not sobriety, but my, my little cleanse. Okay. So that was a joke because that lasted um, literally three seconds. I will say I lasted one day longer than most of my friends. So a pat on the back to me. But you know what really set us over on breaking our little cleanse is something I want to talk about. A show that's on TV right now is so fucking good. The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. 
If you are not watching The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, you are doing it all wrong. Let me tell you something. Don Petito does not watch reality TV. He thinks the housewives are shit. He won't give it a chance. But he is currently watching Salt Lake City with me every single week. And last week I said to him, I said, you know, it's funny that you wanted to come over on a Wednesday because you know that we're going to be watching Salt Lake City. I thought you hated the show. He's like, Brandon, it's not that I hate the show. I just like, yeah, it's trash TV, but I'm hooked. Like, I need to know the drama. I need to know every single thing because I am so curious as to like what's going to happen next. So let's go over like the actual setup of the show. First of all, you have Mary M. Cosby, who literally fucks her second grandfather. Not biological, but the grandmother's second husband, that is who she's married to. Like, excuse me, what? When I first read the cast bios, I was like, there's no fucking way. So that was interesting. I thought I was going to like Jen Shaw. So Jen Shaw with her Shaw Chalet, the more and more the episodes go on, I feel as though she is trying too hard. I feel like she looked at a board and was like, okay, here's every single Real Housewives franchise there has been before. And this is what I need to be in order to be successful. She's like, I'm going to be a little bit of Teresa. I'm going to be a little bit of Ramona. I'm going to be a little bit of Nini. I'm going to be a little bit of an LVP. I'm going to be a little bit of a Vicky. And I'm going to put it all into into myself. And that's what I'm going to be on the show. And it's, sweetie, it's coming across on camera. Like, it's a little obvious. I mean, of course, she has some moments that are just, that are nice and authentic but it's it's not really working i mean i hope she would be back for a second season so she can do a little redemption tour but at this point i don't really know if i see it okay then you have whitney and we needed to whitney's great i love whitney i love how she's on the stripper pole i love how she's like not a mormon anymore and it's like fuck this i'm doing my own thing i'm drinking a beer i'm having sex with a guy i don't really care i'm in high school i hate this that's fine and dandy but in whitney's storyline the one thing that is actually stealing the show for her is her father's hair. Like, is that a wig or is that his real hair? And he used to own um, a salon. So you're telling me this guy who has the worst hair I've ever seen. I would rather have my hair. I have a bald spot on my head. I would rather look like I do than have that fucking wig on my head or whatever it is. I'm just like truly lost who who allowed him to go on camera looking like that. Of course, the producers were going to be like, this is great. People are going to talk about this. But if I was Whitney, I would be like, "Mm, dad, I think we need to fix you up a little bit before I let you on reality TV. So, but I do love Whitney though. I think she's going to be great. She has great one-liners. Like when um, she told Lisa Barlow, they ran out of the tequila and she's like, don't worry. I have my Casamigos in the back anyway. Okay. Like shade slam. Love it. Speaking of Lisa Barlow, Lisa Barlow, I actually like. I don't really know why people don't like her that much. I think she, like, kind of is authentic and and people are liking her. But I'm in, like, a few um, Facebook groups online. That's so sad, right? Of Bravo. And people, like, aren't really liking her. They think she's a fake bitch. I haven't really made up my mind on that yet. However, I will say, I was DMing her a few weeks ago. And I was like, Lisa, where the fuck can I go buy Vita Tequila? And in our apartment, (laughs) Vita Tequila is a running joke because she's like, yeah, you've probably heard of all of our tequila. We have like Vita Tequila, Ola Tequila, Tila Tequila, uh, um, and we have a vodka line coming too. It's like, okay, first of all, nobody's ever heard of this tequila over here in the Northeast. Second of all, she thought she had 700 more brands and then realized she didn't and then had to backtrack and was like, wait a minute, (laughs) we're actually doing a vodka line and that's where it begins and ends. 
so I was talking to her back and forth and she, I was like, I live in Boston. I need to know where I can go find Vita tequila. Mm. So she was like, this is perfect. Uh, thank you so much for supporting us. She sent a, a random message. She was like, John says hello. Like I, I can almost guarantee her husband, John doesn't know who I am. Didn't say hello. Uh, he doesn't care. So she was like, you need to go to total wine and spirits in Everett because that's where they have the Vita tequila. So I get in my car with Will on a Saturday and I was like, we're going to Total Wine in Everett. I'm acting as if we had to drive cross country. We had to drive the 20 minutes from Dorchester to Everett. And I was like, we're going to get Vita Tequila. I don't care how much it is. I need to try it because she's raving about it on the show. And she was in a picture with Bethany Frankel, which makes me think that maybe the liquor is good. We get to Total Wine and Spirits. I walk in. Place is a fucking zoo. It's a madhouse. It's the weekend before Thanksgiving. Everyone's trying to get their Thanksgiving alcohol. I go to the tequila place, or the tequila aisle, I should say. Mm-hmm. I don't see Vita tequila anywhere. So then this guy walks by, and he's like, hi, how are you doing? Um, is there anything I can help you find? I'm like, yes, hi. Um, I need to get Vita tequila, and I need it right now. And the guy was like, that's weird. I've never heard of that. I'm like, that's weird, because Lisa Barlow told me to come here to get the Vita fucking tequila. Well, turns out he looks in his little computer thing that he carries around with him and he was like, yeah, so not only do we not have Vita tequila, we stopped carrying the Vita tequila. How many times can I say Vita tequila? We stopped carrying it because nobody was buying it. Um, okay. And that's like a little awkward. I was like, oh, that's weird. Just, just because like me bragging Lisa Barlow, who owns the tequila line told me to come here and get it, but I'll just let her know. Uh, (laughs) yeah, I'll just let her know. Okay. Yeah. So I never ended up, um, messaging her or telling her that total wine does not sell Vita tequila, but they did sell her husband's brand. Uh, I just didn't buy it because I didn't feel like spending $50 on a small bottle that nobody's ever heard of. Okay, so that's Lisa Barlow. Meredith Marks. Obsessed. I love Meredith Marks. And she comes at, at like a two-in-one special because she also has Brooks Marks. Now, Brooks, her little twink of a son, it has these one-liners and kind of just like knows how to act in front of the camera. I think he makes great TV. He's three episodes in. They already give him a full-on confessional. Okay, like who can say that? Like all the gays are screaming for him. They love it. They they just want more Brooks time. So I like him so much that I actually bought his Brooks Marks jumpsuit and wore it the other day. When it's sold out now, but when it comes back in stock, highly recommend buying his jumpsuit or even just the sweatpants or the sweatshirt individually, although it looks way better as a as a one piece. But he is the coolest. I think he's my favorite Real Housewives kid in all of the franchises. But Meredith Marks, I think she makes the best housewife material because she came right on camera and she just opened up her entire life. She's like, I'm separating from my husband. Actually, we're separated. We're trying to date each other. In the episode that... um, So I'm recording this on a Wednesday. The episode that's coming out tonight, we're going to get more of... um, (laughs) Little Gina. We're going to get more in-depth views of what is going to happen with her marriage which i'm like excited to see and i also think it's pretty brave of her to go on camera and just be like if i'm going to do this show i'm going to do the entire thing i'm going to show the good the bad the ugly i think she's stunning she's beautiful she does have a little bit of like a weird accent like in one scene in the first episode when she's talking about how she met jen shaw she's like i met her in salt lake it's like it's a very moira rose 
if I have to like pinpoint it to something, which is so funny because Moira Rose's accent is legit made up. So unsure as to where it comes from, but I'm very much looking forward to seeing her in the future episodes. But we have to talk about my favorite housewife on Salt Lake City and actually one of my top five favorite housewives ever. Heather fucking gay. Talk about someone who came on the show, no fucks given, is going to show her true authentic self. When Jen is fighting with Meredith Mark, she's like, guard the burger, guard the lollipops. I am going to be right back. I'm starving. I also want to go help out my friend, but I'm hungry. A bitch is fucking hungry. Okay. A little bit of a humble brag here, and I'll, we'll go into this in a second. But Tony and I were together a few weekends ago. We're together all the time. And we were we were doing shots, and we were like, you know what? Let's send Heather Gay a video of us slamming shots. So we send Heather Gay a video of us, and we're like, hey, Heather, what's up? This is your fans here in Boston. We love you so much. We're going to slam this shot for you. You know, we really want to drink with you. We were like, Mary Cosby's outfits fucking suck. Don't know what's up with her, but you're the best one on the show. So we sent her this video. 24 hours later, I get spammed. by. So we sent it on my, my Instagram account. I get spammed by Heather. She likes a bunch of my photos. She DMs me. She's like, you guys are fucking insane, but you guys are so cool. And then she hits me with the follow. And I was like, wait, what? So then she follows me on Instagram. And then I'm like, Tony, like Heather just followed me on Instagram, freaking the fuck out. So he's like, hold on one second. I want to DM her and be like, I was the one in the video as well. Tony DMs her and he's like, hey, it was, I'm like friends with Brandon. I was the one in the video. We love you so much. Thank you for like opening it up. And she goes, wait, I'm obsessed with you too. Slams him with the follow. And now Heather Gay and I talk on a weekly basis about each episode. We also talk about just regular life. She sent us a DM not that long ago. And she was like, I really want you boys to come to Salt Lake City. Because if you do, I'll take you out to dinner. And then I will also give you all the injections you fucking want. Like my gift to you. If you ever find yourselves in Salt Lake City. Like that's normal. I fucking love her so much. She's so funny. When we DM back and forth. Like when I when we did the video. I was like hey baby. So every time we message each other. If she starts a conversation. Or if I do. Like it starts off with like hey baby. X, Y, Z. So there is my very long rant. About the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. I think the drama is about ready to heat up. Thank Christ it's not going to be eight episodes. I read it's going to be 13 episodes plus the reunion, which will probably only be one, maybe two episodes. So we still have a bit of a ways to go. The one thing that's really concerning and crushing to me is the fact that it is at the 10 o'clock time slot. And right now the ratings are pretty low. However, somebody um, tweeted to Andy Cohen and they were like, can you please do something about this? this 10 o'clock time slot switch with OC because OC fucking sucks. Let's have um, Salt Lake City and let's give them the ratings that they deserve. And he was like, literally not worried. Don't worry about it. Season two. We're going to make it all happen. We're not concerned about the ratings. The drama is just heating up. Just sit back, relax and enjoy the show. So if you have not watched the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, or if you've never watched the Real Housewives franchise at all, I highly, highly, highly recommend Salt Lake City. So, I don't know what you're doing right now, but go sit down and watch the first episode and then you're going to be hooked and then you're going to watch every single episode after that. Okay. All right, kids. Has anybody ever had a really, really, really bad roommate? I know I have. In college, my freshman year roommate was fucking awful. 
my sophomore year of college was even my sophomore year of college, yeah. My sophomore year roommate was even worse. And then junior and senior year was actually amazing. Then I get out of college and I decided to live with a friend that I've had for 10 years when we move out of college. Turned out to be the worst roommate in the world, and now we, we no longer speak. Actually, maybe I'll have um, my friend Caitlin on one day, and we can talk about our stories of living with somebody else. But I digress. I need to tell you something that happened to my friend, and it's fucking crazy, okay? So my friend, I'm not going to use names because I was asked not to. And this person's removed from a lot of different things, so I don't think any of you will piece this story together. So just buckle up and listen to what I'm about to say. So my friend, my friend is a lesbian. (gasps) Shocker. A lesbian. Oh my God. Yeah. I hang out with people other than gay men. Okay. So my friend, she just had a rough time and she had to move out of her apartment that she was currently living in ASAP. And she was like searching the internet and then found a room that was available in Southie through a different lesbian. So this lesbian was the landlord who also lived at the house. And so my friend was like okay this is literally the best case scenario i'm gonna move out of this apartment with other lesbians and move into this house with another lesbian so the lesbian was like hey listen you can live downstairs you can have free reign over the whole place like you have your very own space and then you know you can come upstairs and use the kitchen the only thing that was like really shared was the kitchen which was upstairs okay so keep that in mind so my friend is like, this is great. Goes and tours the house. The woman seemed cool. She was like, I'm, I'm in my young third. I'm in my young thirties. Yeah. I'm in my, <laughs> I'm in my early thirties and I have a girlfriend, you know, you can move right in. It's a month to month and welcome to the house. So my friend is like, this is great. So then she moves in on like a Sunday and then on Monday, she's like, this, this woman is a little bit weird, but I mean, I'm not really going to, who cares? So the roommate texts her. She's like, hey, I'm going to leave tomorrow, Tuesday, to go to San Francisco at like 3 in the afternoon. I have a flight 3. I have a flight at 3. So my friend was like, okay, cool. That sounds great. Have fun. And then 3 o'clock rolls around. So the bags are packed. 3 o'clock rolls around. No movement. Okay, clearly she missed her flight. So my friend's like, maybe she meant 3 a.m. That's like kind of weird, though, to fly Boston to SF at 3 a.m. So then the day goes by, she she never leaves. So then the next morning, so that was like, so then Wednesday goes by, yada, 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 whatever. So the bitch never left to go to San Francisco. Wednesday, uh, Thursday, sorry, Thursday morning, get up, 8 a.m., go to make some coffee. My friend walks up the stairs, and it's, so she hears, actually, I got to back up. At some point, she was woke, my friend was woken up in the middle of the night by, Lou man, just kidding. That's a housewives joke. Um, and she was like, there was like screaming going on and the girlfriend was yelling at her. And then she woke up the next morning. There was like chips all over the floor. There was food everywhere. The place was a fucking mess. So my friend at this point, it's like, something is really off with this bitch. So then Thursday morning, she wakes up and she goes upstairs to go make her coffee. As she's walking up the stairs, she looks right up and sees none other than the Boston police department staring right back down at her. (laughs) And she's like, Oh, good fucking morning. What the fuck is going on here? Actually, that's a lie. She didn't say anything. She was just like, good morning. 
And then the cop was like, well, do you know why we're here? Do you know what's going on? And my friend is like, um, I literally have no idea. I just moved in. Somebody help because this is fucking nuts. So the cop was, so they arrest the woman and then they bring her to wherever she went. And then she shows back up the next day as if nothing happened. Okay. Remember when, remember when she said she was in her early thirties, her young thirties? No, the bitch just celebrated her 40th birthday. This past weekend. So one, she was lying about her age. Two, she was lying about being normal. Three, who the fuck knows what else she was doing? So literally this woman was arrested, taken away to God knows where, was released, sent back. So now my friend is freaking out. Now, however, the story ends on a positive note because through some crazy gay grapevine, William and I were able to find her a place to live. So now my friend has just signed a lease. She moves in Monday. Very happy. She's moving into an apartment with people that I actually know and I actually trust a lot. And I have been to this house multiple times throughout, you know, when life was normal pre-COVID. So I just need to tell the story because if you've ever had a crazy roommate like that, I mean, this bitch was 40 fucking years old being arrested. And my poor friend who's in her early twenties is like, what the fuck? I literally just had the worst time ever. Cause I had to move out of my old, my last place so quickly. Now I just moved into this place. Thank God it was month to month. So let me know if you've ever had a bad roommate experience. I think that would be a good episode and I could have a few people come on. Here's the thing with the guest thing going though. Since COVID cases are going up, it's harder to get people to come in and on the show. So um, let me know if you've had a bad roommate experience. Maybe I can just do a solo episode and talk about other people's experiences. So yeah, fucking crazy, right? All right. Well, that is all the time we have for today. Before we get going and before I let you all off on your merry journey of life through this holiday season, I need to give my recommendation of the week. I just had a stroke. My recommendation of the motherfucking week. My recommendation this week, as you can probably tell, is going to be the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Like I said, if you have not seen the show, go watch it right now. All the episodes are on Bravo On Demand. You can watch it on the Bravo app. You can watch it wherever um, Bravo shows are. I will give my ranking right now before I let you go of my housewives in order from least to least favorite to most favorite. And then this could change by the end of the season. Who the fuck knows? But right now, my ranking goes from least to most. Least is going to be Mary Cosby, followed by Jen Shaw, followed by Lisa Barlow, then Whitney then Meredith, and my all-time favorite right now is Heather Gay, although I don't see Heather and Meredith really changing at all. We'll see how the season goes. We'll see. Uh, Jen Shaw has been pissing me off in some of these episodes. We'll see if she goes to the bottom of the list, and we'll see if Whit- uh, not Whitney, sorry, Mary M. Cosby can somehow. Is it Cosby? You know what? I think I've been saying it this whole time, and I'm not sure if it's Mary Cosby or Mary Crosby. That's how much I don't really fucking care, but let's see. Mary M. It's Miriam Cosby. Okay. So that's right. So that's all the time we have for this week, bitches. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I know it was weird doing another solo one. Hopefully I have a few guests on soon. I have so many things planned. This is the problem. I have so many, and I feel like you don't fucking care and don't want to listen to this. But the situation that I'm running into is I have so many people that want to come on and do stuff. It's just hard to see people during the week, especially when work is busy, year end stuff is coming up, whatever. I'll stop fucking giving excuses. So 
Until next time, thank you so much for listening to the episode. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Guys, the vaccine is coming. Can you believe it? I think so. This episode will come out on Thursday. I believe, don't quote me on this, but from what I've heard from friends that are in the medical field, the first round of dosing, <laughs> shut up, everyone, um, will be coming out, I think, on Tuesday for medical professionals. So until then, stay safe, stay healthy, and thanks for listening to Vodka Soda Splasher Brand. Na, na, na.